It's wonderful to have Father Gerald with us yet from Uganda. He'll be leaving this Tuesday, so please, please keep him in your prayers as he gets ready to travel back to his country and share the good news of what he experienced here. <laughs> God bless you. So today is our fall festival, and after this Mass, there's going to be a lot of fun uh, available for everyone. The one thing I could never get was the cakewalk. Why would anyone want to eat a cake after people have walked all over it? I'm from Wisconsin, so that's about as best as it gets. <clears throat> I'm not going to speak today about the gift of marriage, nor about how the power and the mercy of God can work in the broken forms of marriage that we experience. That's a very important message, but I'm going to save that for another day. What I felt inspired to speak about today is the teaching of Jesus about children and the invitation to his disciples to become like a child. This is such an important teaching on being a disciple of Jesus that Jesus speaks about it many times. If you would be greatest you must be willing to become like a little child. If you would be my disciple, you must be willing to become like a child. And for anyone who wants to enter the kingdom of God, the only way to enter is to become like a little child. And the one teaching that stands out in this lesson is not in what Jesus says. It's in what he does. It says that he took each of those children and he wrapped them in his arms and embraced them. This is one of the most important traits of having a childlike heart. And Jesus, in giving this lesson, is speaking mostly about himself because he is the perfect example of what it means to have a childlike heart. That openness to love and that joyful acceptance of knowing that I need love. This is what's so beautiful in children. They're so open to love, and they know that they need love, and they need lots of it. And so this is why Jesus in his childlikeness, St. John describes the eternal Son as being in the bosom of the Father, being on the Father's heart, 
That is the place of the son. And of any child who becomes an adopted son in Jesus. This is why he couldn't wait to get up in the morning and go off and be alone with his father. Why he would sneak off at night, sometimes spend the whole night being with his father. He was allowing the father to take him again in the intimacy of that embrace. And in that embrace of love, Jesus received everything he needed. He received love. He received strength and encouragement. He received affirmation of his identity as beloved son. He received words to speak. He received the life of the Father to give away. And so what was happening in the world at that time is the whole world, except for the proud and the self-righteous, they were experiencing the embrace of the Father in Jesus. And they were drawn. They were attracted. The sinners came to Jesus because they experienced the non-condemning mercy of the Father in Jesus. The poor, the sick, the suffering, all the needy came to Jesus because in Jesus they experienced the embrace of the tender compassion of Jesus' Father in Him. So when Jesus embraces these children, He's doing to them what the Father did has, has been always doing with him. This is why the most important thing that you and I will do today, tomorrow, and the next day and the next is to have lap time with God. Like this little girl over here. What's her name? Zita. Zita, you are so beautiful. I was watching you over there as the readings were being read and you were so comfortable on your mother's lap. And look at children. Look at how all throughout the day, little children like that, they have to spend so much time on the lap of mom or dad, nestled close up against their heart, and they are receiving what words could never describe. Spiritually, we should never grow beyond that. We need this lap time with God. We need to take a time out each day to be in the embrace of God where we receive love, strength, encouragement, affirmation so we're not confused about our identity where we receive words to speak to others, where we receive life to give away, where we allow our hearts to be warmed so that we can warm the hearts of others, where we are embraced so that we can embrace one another. You know, this is what happened when Pope Francis came to America this is why everyone's talking about it. Something beautiful happened.
And we can't stop talking about it. People that would, would have not given God or the Catholic Church a second thought are now talking about God and the Catholic Church. Because what happened is America was embraced by God the Father in Pope Francis. Because he is so childlike in his own heart, he is so open to God. He knows that he needs love. And daily he receives it from God. He's able to lavish it on everyone he meets. This is why everyone is drawn to Pope Francis. Because really, they're being drawn to God. And through him, God the Father, as through Jesus to those children, God is embracing us. And in that embrace of love, awakens the desire to be good, to be better than we are today, to not be afraid to face our brokenness, our fallenness, our sinfulness. When we know that we are loved, we can desire and expect a brighter and better future, a better tomorrow because we allow God to love us into greater wholeness. In the Eucharist that we are about to receive, Jesus invites us to be childlike and to open ourselves to the love of the Father that the Father wants to lavish on us. He wants to lead us into the Father's embrace. Let us allow God to do that for us today so that we might embrace one another. Amen.